0: Hi, I'm Robin Shea, and I live 80-20. And what that means is 80% of the time, I cook clean and healthy and keep it as close to nature as possible. But I always save 20% for a guilt-free Southern indulgence. I'm Robin Shea, and I live 80-20. And what does that mean? Well, it means that 80% of the time, I keep my food as clean and organic and as whole and as close to nature as possible. But I always save 20% for a guilt-free indulgent. Today's show, we have two wonderful 80% recipes that we're gonna prepare. A grab and go that is clean and healthy and perfect for your really active family. Plus, we're gonna wrap the show with a 20% southern indulgence that you won't wanna miss. So the first recipe that we're gonna prepare today are spinach burgers. And I know I live with a house full of carnivores, but these spinach burgers, they won't miss the meat at all. So this is a celebration and an homage to Meatless Monday, which is a fad that is just sweeping across the nation. And of course, animal proteins, as delicious as they are, sometimes we do need to keep them in check. So this is the perfect place to start with that recipe. We have frozen spinach is where we're gonna begin. You really wanna make sure that you remove as much of the water as you possibly can. So a great suggestion would be to take your spinach, put it in your colander, press and squeeze it to remove as much water as possible. Let it just sit there. Because the water will gravitate toward the bottom. Finish the prep on the rest of the dish, come back to your spinach, squeeze it out again. We're gonna prepare a bell pepper and an onion, and these are just some old fashioned cutting techniques that I wanna share with you. Of course, you know that we all only learn, we only have the opportunity to learn to do things one time. If we don't learn to do it the right way, we spend a tremendous amount of time unlearning how we learned the first time, and then relearning. And really, that's what our entire 80-20 process is about. It's about unlearning old habits that just don't serve us nutritionally, and relearning these habits in a way that satisfies both our bodies nutritionally, but also satisfy our spirit through our 20%, because we have a tremendous amount of wonderful memories tied up in, in all of our foods. And there's no reason that you need to abandon those wonderful memories with the indulgent foods that we love, but we can put them in a category of 20% where we don't enjoy them all the time, just on occasion. Okay, so where we start is with this beautiful onion. And of course, you saw that I peeled everything off. This may or may not be something that you've seen done before, but this is how I watched it being done when I was growing up. Little bitty slits depending on how finely diced you want your onion. Just down, almost all the way through, but not quite. So go all the way across. You wanna do the whole onion. Careful not to bust through the bottom. So then you turn it halfway and you go back across. Again, careful not to cut all the way through. And this really, will save you so much dicing time yet everything will be uniform and you will look like a pro. So let's come across the other side. You can see it's already starting to dice up and I'm losing a few pieces. Then we want to take it and cut it in half. Lay half on our cutting board. Kind of take your fingernails and put them in and wedge it with the back of your fingers here so it's nice and secure. AND YOU CAN HOLD ALL THE SKIN ON. YOU SEE HOW IT JUST COMES OFF COMPLETELY DICED? NOW, SHORT OF HAVING SOME KIND OF LITTLE MACHINE, THIS IS THE PERFECT WAY TO DICE YOUR ONIONS AND HAVE NICE UNIFORMITY. AND AT THE END, YOU MAY HAVE TO TURN IT OVER BECAUSE WE DIDN'T GO ALL THE WAY THROUGH. REMEMBER, WE STOPPED SHORT SO THAT WE COULD HAVE THAT LITTLE BIT OF HOLD EVERYTHING TOGETHER. SO THERE'S YOUR BEAUTIFUL DICED onions. They're nice and tiny and small, and you can control the size of your onions when you do it this way. Take it. Again, you just see how everything peels off perfectly diced for you. Again, you can come in really tight, or you can back up just a little bit and have larger pieces. So there's our onion, and we're just going to kind of scoop that over. You know, we really do learn things once and i found this out when i was a teenager in my first job i worked at a beautiful um, clothing boutique and it was one of the finest boutiques in the area and the girls that worked there they were pros from the word go they knew how to display the clothes and how to line everything out just beautifully well i worked there and i was taught by them how to do things and it was done properly My second job, it was not done the same way, yet the first way that I learned is what stuck. So just remember that. You only have one opportunity to learn something, so it really pays to learn from the very, very best. So on our bell pepper, just a couple of the same basic uh, techniques. I'm gonna take it, of course we have our dump bowl over here because that's just so handy to have. And again, you're not gonna cut all the way through. You're gonna stop short. Take your knife, and you're just going to come down however large you want the slices. Just like so. Now, I do have a skillet over here that we're going to be preparing these on, but another way, if you don't want to cook these on a stovetop, you can certainly heat your oven to 350 degrees, form your patties, and pop it in the oven. That would be perfectly fine too. So I'm just going to slice a little of these up for you so that you can get the idea. The same thing, you want to curl your fingers over, latch with your pinky and your thumb so that you can push it forward as need be, and there you have all of your slices done uniformly, perfectly, if you need to go back through and make them a little smaller, you can certainly do that. So let's continue on and get the rest of these delicious burgers all put together. We have our spinach, take our spinach off here. Okay, so we have our spinach, it's all ready to go. Let's start adding some of our other ingredients to these amazing burgers. Okay, first of all, I have four uh, egg whites And this is gonna act as our binder. Now let me give you a couple of alternatives if you're choosing to really steer away from any animal proteins during your meatless Monday. If you're going to use tofu, they really need to be cooked off in the oven. That will help them uh, form into their patties and stay put because they aren't going to have the egg binder in there. So just remember that if you're really going truly meatless Monday. And then we're gonna have one whole egg. So this was a great opportunity to clean this recipe up by going with the egg whites over four whole eggs. So we used four egg whites, one whole egg. So great opportunity to cut back a little bit. We have some panko breadcrumbs. So we're gonna add just a little bit of breadcrumbs. And for added texture, we're gonna throw in some wheat germ. So this is a nice little kick. It gives it a great little um, textural element that you'll really enjoy. We have some Greek seasoning. One thing I do wanna make note on in the seasoning If you're not a huge fan of the Greek seasonings, you can really pull this in any direction based on those seasonings that you use. So if you would prefer Italian, uh, if you would even like to maybe incorporate some some cumin and some more of your uh, Mexican flavors, you can do that at this point too. Everything else will really lend itself to whatever seasonings you choose to put on at that phase of it. Now here we have some really finely chopped, diced bell pepper like we did over here. So we're gonna add our bell pepper. Uh, This is kind of a, a special little hidden ingredient. I love working with red pepper flakes. So one thing you do have to remember if you're working with red pepper flake is that the longer it sits or macerates in any kind of liquid or even in your burgers, the stronger that red pepper flake flavor is going to, to permeate the dish. So it's especially critical when you are making sauces or dips, because if they sit in the refrigerator overnight, uh, they're probably going to, the heat will be cooked up at least three times the next morning. So just be aware of that. If you add the red pepper flake and eat it right away, it's gonna be a, pretty mild if you wait and let it sit and macerate and kind of blend together with the other flavors. It's gonna continue heating that dish for a little period of time. So just be careful. You may be someone that loves it and really likes things with a nice kick. So here's our onion that I've already diced up. We're gonna add those. Another opportunity that we took to clean up these burgers is that we're choosing feta cheese. Now, if you're going true meatless Monday, You'll want to omit the cheese, but we feel perfectly comfortable using the egg and the feta, so let's blend that in. There's some other, me- uh, other cheeses that you could certainly use that would really lend to the fat, but feta is such a waste-friendly cheese, packed with flavor and make a wonderful addition, especially with the uh, Greek seasonings that we've added to these hamburgers. So just kind of blend everything together. And eventually I'm going to have to get in there and get my hands in there, which is no problem at all. And we're going to start forming our patties. Now you could serve these. I prefer not to use buns, but you could certainly serve these uh, on a hamburger bun with all of the traditional garnishes, the um, tomato and the lettuce and everything else that you would want to use. I think they're so packed with flavor that I find when I add the breads on top and on both sides I lose the impact of the flavor so I like to stay with just just the meat patties themselves or the the spinach patties rather themselves okay these are ready to start forming into patties and add to my skillet over here so let's get this going before I do that I want to put a little bit of olive oil on my griddle and I want to talk about olive oil and the smoke point which means that once it hits 400 and you start to see smoke coming off of your pan your griddle whatever think of it as the health benefits of that wonderful oil going up in smoke so you don't want to bring any oil that has a high smoke or a low smoking point like your olive oil you don't want to bring it up to the smoking point keep your heat below the smoking point olive oil it's 350. grapeseed oil is 400 they're both wonderful oils to work with so take your pick there all right let's form our patties we've got our olive oil on the grill we have our grill at about 250 but like I said we're gonna adjust that accordingly we're gonna kind of watch these and see what they need let me tell you the first time I served my carnivore children spinach burgers they looked at me like I'd lost my mind but they're so packed with flavor top them with just a little bit of sea salt to help enhance all the flavors. And uh, they're delicious, and the boys loved them. My husband loved them. So, needless Monday doesn't have to be a sacrifice. You can have your 80% recipes where you know that you're nourishing your family's body uh, with delicious, whole, clean foods. When we first moved over to the 80-20 lifestyle, it was really simply because I felt that my children and my husband and myself to a great degree didn't have a tremendous amount of respect for our nutrition world. We didn't know what to do. I had four boys playing sports, lived out of my car, fell victim to the fast food, and I was ready just to take some ownership of my family's health. And uh, the 80-20 lifestyle kind of evolved out of a necessity to find balance. And initially, I didn't call it 80-20. Initially, I just told the boys, this is what we're doing Monday through Friday. This is how we're living. Mommy's cooking, no more drive-thrus, no more this, no more that. And I committed to cooking really clean, healthy meals, breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Uh, And then I allowed the boys to pick a treat that they wanted on the weekends, not store-purchased treats, ones that we had to make together. Now, of course, this was when they were little, so it got to the point to where they looked very forward to whatever we were doing on the weekends which was perfect and through that it just kind of grew and grew so it wasn't an overnight process it took several years to get really deeply rooted into the practice of 80 20 living Uh, but it has worked for us we found our balance okay so i couldn't be more pleased with how my beautiful spinach burgers have turned out. They're holding their form beautifully. They're meaty and have a lot of texture because of that added wheat germ. Of course, we have the feta cheese and all the wonderful seasonings that we put in. So you can see that these would be perfect on a bun if that's how you chose to eat them. If they're not quite ready to give everything up, you can certainly start them out on a bun. I wouldn't want to hide the flavor, but you make that call. All right, the next thing that we're going to make to go with those beautiful burgers is we're going to make some companion zucchini parmesan fries. So let me give you just a little quick tutorial on how to cut this zucchini up. First, we want to take both the ends off. All right, and what we're looking for is just uniformity. We want them all to be the same size. If you make these too small, they're going to wind up soggy, and we don't want soggy, so let's not make them too small. We want to cut this in half. Take your one side, cut it off, take the other side, cut it off. So you pretty much have a square that you're working with, and then we're just gonna cut down. Just like that. Not to mention that when you do cut the both the ends off, you have a nice sturdy surface that isn't going to be slipping one way or another or rolling one way or another. So it's really a great way to get nice, uniform pieces, and you don't want these too small. So let me sit this out of the way. And let's start mixing together the goodies that this is going to cook up in. We have our oven preheated to 450 degrees. And, of course, a great place to cut back is, again, we're going to eliminate the yolks and just have the egg whites so let's start there they're just going to uh, help everything grab a hold and coat the zucchini really perfectly so there we go and these are kind of room temperature uh, eggs which is perfectly fine to do this recipe with we have a little bit of milk and of course remember we talked about it before Uh, If you're going completely meatless and you don't want any animal proteins, there are some substitutes for this. Uh, Silken tofu works really nicely to help adhere a crust. So then we have a little bit of cayenne pepper that we're gonna add, a little bit of Italian seasoning. We're gonna add as well, and a little bit of garlic salt to the mix some beautiful, good quality Parmesan. Don't skimp on your cheeses because they're so packed with flavor. They're not worth the little bit that you would be saving by a lesser brand. So really invest in good quality cheeses. And then we just have wonderful seasoned breadcrumbs that we're going to mix to that as well. Kind of blend this together. So it, it's not too pasty, but it, uh, it's something that will adhere to your zucchini. And then just go ahead and drop these in and you're gonna just kinda mix them together and nothing works better than what we've been given and that is our hands. So just get in there and toss and coat these together. Just get them good and coated. So let me get my dish. And like I mentioned, we have the oven preheated to 450 degrees. And any of this coating at the end, you can just kind of help it on there. If it's clumping a little bit, not a big deal. It's gonna crisp up in that nice hot oven because we're cooking it for a very short period of time at a really high heat. So not only are we gonna keep these nice and crispy because they're gonna have their original crunch, uh, but it's gonna kind of toast the zucchini up. You do want a little space in between your pieces, a little area for the uh, air to move around, and that will help crisp it up as well. So I'm going to go ahead and finish getting the rest of these good and coated up, popped in our very hot oven at 450 degrees. I'm going to sprinkle a little parmesan on top, get this area cleaned up, and while these are baking off, we're going to create a wonderful grab-and-go that will satisfy your family and save you from the drive-thru. So now we're gonna make today's grab-and-go treat, which is absolutely wonderful and will really help you stay on track with your good, healthy, clean eating. You know, the worst enemy of reinventing your relationship with food is hunger. What happens when we get too hungry? We end up making very foolish decisions. But if you have some of these really quick grab-and-go snacks on hand, you can make certain that that never happens to you. So where we're gonna start is just with uh, a nice ripe banana, Cut the ends off, peel it back, and we're not gonna completely mash this. We wanna leave a little bit of texture in there and just kind of mash it down. We don't wanna pulverize it because we do want some of the nice banana chunks. They add a lot of flavor, so that's about good right there. Just nice and chunky. To that, we're gonna add a little bit of honey. If you didn't wanna use honey, you could certainly use agave nectar. That would be perfectly fine there. So we wanna take this and just kinda blend it with the banana. And then to that, we're gonna add some crunchy peanut butter. Again, you have some alternatives. Uh, If you wanted to use almond butter, you could certainly use almond butter. So take this and just blend it together and have your graham crackers. And these are kind of a a banana, peanut butter, graham cracker ice cream sandwich because you're gonna set these up in the freezer. So once you have it all blended together, just take your utensil and form them into nice ice cream sandwiches. You can wrap them in a little wax paper, pop them in the freezer, and when your kids come home and they're crying for something, sweet and wonderful to eat after their hard day at school, then you've got these wonderful healthy little grab and goes that you can feel really good about serving them. I'm gonna get the rest of these made up. So here's the point of the show where we get to create a 20% indulgent recipe that is sure to please everyone. And of course, isn't this why we live 80-20? So that when we need to nourish our spirit with wonderful foods that we've grown up on we have that opportunity this is a magic chocolate cobbler that is so simple you're not going to believe it but it is absolutely delicious so what we're going to do first is melt two sticks of organic butter in our baking dish so just pop that in your oven 350 degrees in a bowl we're going to mix together some self-rising flour some sugar a little milk and a little vanilla we're going to blend this together and pour it directly over your melted butter And next, we're gonna blend together, again, some sugar with some cocoa powder, and we're just gonna sprinkle that on the top of our batter with our melted butter. And to finish it off, we're gonna put two cups of boiling water before we pop it in the oven. So I have my hot water, and we're just gonna top it with two cups. So, follow me on over to the oven. We're gonna put this one in and take our one that we just made out. looks like a beautiful old-fashioned cobbler. It smells fantastic. You don't get chocolate cobbler often, so this really is beautiful. Let me clean a little bit of this up because it has a topping that we're not going to want to miss. It's a dark cherry topping. So I'm going to get that going over here on my stove. Just start with some nice pitted cherries. So add your cherries to your pan. Now, realize this takes about 20 minutes to set up, so I'm just going to get us started. We have some almond extract that we're going to add. We have a little bit of sugar. So just over medium-low heat, get this going, get it kind of cooking together. These cherries are really starting to give up their liquid, so it's really kind of building in the bottom. So the final preparation step for this is just a little bit of cornstarch with your warm water that we just reserved from uh, preparing our dish. So we want to add some warm water. Stir in the cornstarch because we're going to thicken the juices from the dark cherries. And this will add a little bit more liquid as well. So, we have nice movement in the bottom of the pan, and we're just gonna gradually stir this in. If it doesn't thicken right away, don't worry about it, just let it cook on the stovetop for just a few minutes, and it'll have a nice thick sauce. So, this is doing exactly what I want it to do. So, while it's finishing off, I am going to get this area cleaned up, and when we come back, we're gonna present both of our 80% recipes, our 20% recipe, and we're gonna dish up this amazing dark chocolate magic. Thank you for joining me today on the show. I've loved it. There's not one dish here that feels like a sacrifice to me. Uh, First we made our delicious uh, spinach burgers with our zucchini Parmesan fries. Absolutely fantastic. Perfect way to celebrate meatless Monday. So give this recipe a try. Then we made this amazing grab and go that is so simple with peanut butter, Uh, bananas, a little bit of honey, crushed between two graham crackers, popped in the freezer, ready for your kids when they walk in the door hungry from school. And then of course, our 20% celebration is absolutely fabulous. It's a magic chocolate cobbler. So before I go, I think I'm gonna top my 20% and enjoy just a little bite of it with you. Looks delicious. Until next time, remember to always keep it 80% healthy, 20% indulgent, and 100% delicious. We'll see you next time. Mm.